So I know we've talked about in the past about Star Trek Ascendancy, which is a uh, like a four x a four x uh, Star Trek board game that I played. Oh yeah, like you a were talking about ago. that. Yeah, yeah. And then I don't know. I don't know if that like was we the talked one you about. You said it's kind of like like the like X wing game. No, no, that's my. So yeah, that's actually something else. That's my my friend. I have a friend, Michael Gurness, who is working on like yeah, an X Wing right. style Star Trek game called Star Trek Into the Unknown. That's coming out uh, later on this year. But this is like a four X kind of like exploration, diplomacy, battling yeah. game that is like okay. one of the most one of the best like themed board games I've seen in terms of like a, a licensed property like adapting. Like the kind of the vibe of the thing it's stepping into. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I know we've talked about it on the pod, but uh, I played it with a friend, and then I ended up my friend was selling it, and he sold it to me for like pretty cheap for you know how much it costs. Yeah. And um, so I own it, but I haven't really played it very much in a while because it's kind of hard to get to the table and stuff. But then over the Christmas period, uh, when our family was all kind of like quarantined up in the house because Kim and I got COVID. I decided to try to play it with the kids and the kids actually really liked it. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So I was like, oh man, they can really start playing like more complex games and yeah. having fun playing them and stuff. And so, uh, so, you know, and I think they were excited Just to be straight from that to cloud spire with them or, yeah, well, it was, um, you know, <laughs> maybe, um, I th- yeah, I feel like that's probably one they could. Yeah. Approach. But, um, Anyway, though, so it was the four of us playing. I played the Cardassians, and Kim played the Federation, and Ben played the Ferengi, and Reggie played the Romulans. And so they were curious about these alien races that they hadn't really seen very much, and and they were wondering about the other ones, too, because I also have the Andorians, and the Vulcans, and the Klingons. Okay, sure. And so I will say that they watched this with me, they watched this episode with me, and they were. I was kind of hoping for some Andorian presence because you know oh, the yeah. you know the the Andorians are like a reasonably significant part of of Enterprise, but unfortunately they were. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that is unfortunate. I, I mean, again, just because Jeffrey Combs drastically improves like any episode he appears in. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, that's true. It would have been. Some strain in this one would have been much appreciated. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping though, because we didn't. The next couple that we watched didn't really have any of those characters on it either. And actually, now I'm remembering. It wasn't even that I watched these with them. I watched the ones we did for the last show because, like this, you know, behind the scenes, like we, the recording for for this episode and the next few are happening at once, and then the one we did for the last two episodes we had on the pod were was only a week prior to this. So I think I watched those with yeah. them. There was nothing there was none in those either. But anyway though, yeah, I'm hoping Yeah, those were both kinda almost kinda bottle episodes really. Yeah. But I'm I'm hoping that maybe excuse me, sometime in our next few I know we're doing we're doing I don't want to say on the podcast what we're doing, but I know we're doing one episode coming up in a few months that is it's got a, a Frenkie is heavily featured in it, although it's not like the usual kind of like the usual Frenkie. So yeah, I'm um, I'm kind of trying. I'm like, oh, they're interested in this. Let's see if I can try to to get him into it. Um, I you know I think Reggie has a very good chance of, of being into Star Trek. Ben, I don't know. It's it still seems right now it's a little s- slow paced for him. One uh, you know there's there's an episode that will come out a few weeks from now that he did watch with me, and just the entire time he was like, how much is left? Uh-huh. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, um, 
but you know, positive, positive signs, and that that game is really fun. And uh, they have just they recently released a there's a Borg expansion that I don't have, which is pretty universally hated. But then, which is oh. kind of a, a bummer. But then recently they have released a Breen expansion and a Dominion expansion. So I'm definitely interesting. Gonna, okay, definitely gonna hop on the Dominion one in particular. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Auto Contracts, a show where two guys who have seen part of Star Trek try to watch all of it in no particular order. I'm Ryan Howard. And I'm Brady Jungle. And today we are talking about Stormfront, which is Star Trek Enterprise Season 4, Episode 1. Star Trek Stormfront Part 1. Yes. This is written by Manny Cotto, who is taking over as the showrunner for season four, who took over as a showrunner for season four of Enterprise. And it's directed by Alan Croker, who is a, I think he directed maybe the last Enterprise episode that we talked about. Yeah, that seems like an interesting, unless he, he didn't happen to write the, that would be an interesting like thing to step into is like a season where like the finale of the second season was such a just like wild ending. The third season. Or, yeah, of the third season, right? That presumably ended with like the reveal of just like, and now they're in now Nazi aliens, and then <laughs> you have to like come up with like a way to start the next season to deal with what you've been handed. Yeah, um, yeah, because it, yeah, it is that I was just looking at that is the cliffhanger of the previous season, which was not written by him. It was written by Berman and Braga, who were the showrunners for the first yeah. three seasons of the show. Yeah. Directed by Alan Croker, though, so over. that. Croker's, Croker gets the directorial duties on both of them, so there's like a visual okay. continuity. But yeah. yeah, that's interesting. The Memory Alpha synopsis is, Archer and his crew find themselves in Earth's past with events of World War II altered by the Temporal Cold War. Yeah, so I didn't, I guess I never realized that like the Temporal Cold War stuff kept going through like the whole series. I always had the impression like that was like the first season or maybe two seasons and then they kind of bailed on it and went and did like Zindi stuff. But this seem, makes it seem like it's, especially like the previously on makes it kind of seem like it's all related. Well, I think, I think that Zindi become more of a thing that goes on and the temporal cobra movie recedes. I didn't realize it went on this far, but if you actually look on memory alpha, how, you know, the memory alpha loves to do those arcs. And oh, so this is, in arcs. Yeah. this is the temporal cold war part 12 of 13. And then the, the next episode is, is number 13. So uh, okay. this is, this is, the actual end of it, it seems like. Uh, Interesting. Okay. But um, but you know what? What was the episode? What was the episode called that we did uh, like a month or two ago? Uh, uh, it was because, something really similar sounding. I feel like. To, yeah. It was Shockwave. Shockwave. Yeah. Shockwave Part Two. Yeah. And that was the season premiere of season two. Yeah. And I yeah was, I think we were both surprised to see like returning plot lines and casts of characters and stuff. You know because like. What's his name? The guy who looks like Mark Zuckerberg yeah, like is in this one. And Daniels Silic. and Silic are both, yeah. Yeah. Kind of in this one. Silic's barely in this one, but... Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, though, I will say, so we we, 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 we picked the episodes recently. Yes. We, we Our next batch of episodes recently. I think we picked this one, and then I looked I looked it up on... I, I looked it up... I looked up the synopsis and the, the, uh, the, the, the title, or like, not the title, the... Um, the sort of like thumbnail or like the yeah the thumbnail image on memory alpha just because i was i had it up so i could say in the last episode we did like what was the next one we were doing yeah and i was like oh okay like this is quite <laughs> the premise and i'm uh, looking looking at the looking at the the thumbnail and seeing like uh, an alien in a nazi uniform looking over like a factory 
of like science fiction stuff with like a swastika on it, and I was like, okay, this has some potential. Like, I I think I think that like you know, what if World War Two was different? Like, you know, including with, with with kind of like science fiction trappings. I think that's a very that's a rich vein fictionally. You know, it seems like it's something yeah. that people like to do a lot, and it's kind of fun. Like World War Two, I think is like probably the most cinematic war that's ever existed probably for a lot of reasons um and and i think also it's like it's it's like the war with like some of the most like clearly elucidated like bad guys and good guys like easy in it. villains yeah you know you compare it to like one thing i think is always is interesting about like wonder woman you know which is set in world war one where people are like oh that's different it's set in world war one but it's like but like for the way that that movie has to kind of take its make it kind of didactic, you know, good, bad superhero points. It's like, they're basically just treating it like it's World War II, you know, where it's like, there's right. trenches, but like the Germans are good and the, the Germans are bad and the Americans are good. And it's like, well, that's not, World War One is like, nothing happened in World War One. basically. It's just a bunch of people killing each other, like over like a very small amount of land. And they were all doing it for greed and they were all using the gas that you see just the Germans using in the movie. And, and like, you know, Obviously, like the the Allied forces did some bad stuff in World War II, uh, not not trying to paper over that stuff, but yeah, like sure. the Allied forces were like on the right side, you know, and the and the Axis <laughs> when you forces have were Nazis and like anyone else. Yeah, you, it's it's not too hard to uh... right, right, and so uh, like I think it's it's a very I looked at that and I was like, oh okay, like this could have some potential, and I would say that maybe it's because I watched this episode like on. New Year's Eve, pretty late at night while I was waiting for my kids to come home from, like, a party they were at at a neighbor's house. But, like, I didn't quite think that this lived up to the potential of, like, what this could be. You know, like... Yeah. uh, I mean, I I feel like my my kind of, like, take on it is that, like, I don't think it's, like, the best, like, thing you could do with Nazi aliens having taken over like 1940s Brooklyn, or even the best that like Star Trek could do with 1940s Brooklyn with Nazi aliens. But no. like, it might be the best Enterprise could do with, with like the best. I, the best I could I would expect an Enterprise episode where they go to 1940s Brooklyn that's been taken over by Nazi aliens. To be. Well, I think yeah, I don't know. There's just a lot of like stuff that I don't want. I'm just like I don't care about this. Like, like, like. Yeah, there it it does it does kind of get in like the weeds about some things, and then like not really do much with like other things that you're like well, you could do a lot with this, right? Like the resistance is being run by like 40s gangsters. You could have done so much more with. Well, I I kind of don't. I mean, like sort of, but also like I don't. That's an interesting idea, but also well, I don't know. Part of my epi- problem with this episode is like this episode should be an episode like this, especially on a show like Enterprise, which I don't think is like very good at like nuance, right? Like like I I can't really yes. think of like sure. very many Enterprise episodes where we watch where I'm like, oh yeah, this is really one of their one of Star Trek's really good kind of like cerebral episodes. Like right. I think a show sure. like this and a premise like this should kind of be like all red meat if, if you know what i mean like where it should just be like let's find like the most evocative imagery let's find like the kind of like hookiest kind of like over the top like science fiction you know stuff for them to be doing and instead there's just kind of like a lot of like guest stars in the movie in, in it who i'm like okay like you're not this person's not popping for me like like what like and like the one guest star that i wanted to see 
more of, which is the alien wearing a Nazi uniform, is like not in it very it's much. Like, in it. like, uh, yeah. and maybe they'll be, maybe that alien is in more of the other one, in um, part two. Yeah, it, I think it does. Yeah, it, it does. Just feel like there's a lot of almost like they were like they. Yeah, I, I think there were like a lot of ideas that like kind of felt like they were trying like belonged in a different show or like we're trying to it, like it feels like this was like somebody's like had like really wanted to make like a deep like hard sci-fi alternate history of aliens changing world war Two, mm-hmm. and instead had to make a like 40 minute episode of star trek <laughs> right because there's like a whole scene where like the nazi alien and then one of the like german officers are like looking at a map and describing how like them invading the east coast of the united states and fighting off the resistance there is affecting like the russian front and i'm just like i that doesn't matter to this episode right yeah and it's like i don't know it's like kind of like i i'm sure that like if you wrote like a whole book about like this history like you could really get into all of that and it would all be really interesting yeah and I was I, I don't even think this is like a bad episode at all. I like I, I just I it's like it's fine. But like there's a scene in the where it's like it cuts to the White House and the White House is being <laughs> occupied by Nazis and alien Nazis and yeah. there's a bunch of like swastikas that are hanging from the thing and I'm like this is the juice. Like 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 yeah, when I want to see this episode be like this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's like this is uh this is like I I want to see yeah. I want to see Nazis like occupying the, the White House, and then like I want like the Enterprise Hitler, to come in like, and explode the White House or something. You know what I mean? Like it's like yeah. that's that's what I want is is just kind of like because I just I just I mean it's I don't know it's not nice to say but like I just don't I don't trust Enterprise to give me like the other stuff like really like a like nuanced commentary on like racism or whatever. Yeah, or, or or whatever. I don't know. Like, like, but even 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 I might feel this way in another non-enterprise show. I think I'm being harder because it's enterprise, but like, I don't know. Like, sometimes you just like you're kind of like get out of your own way. Like, like you you you've right. handed yourselves like such a fun idea. Like, have some fun with it. You know. Yeah. Um, like like the moment, and I think it. Cause, so for me, because I think I had also when we were talking about this when we were like talking about what the next episode was going to be i also like pulled up the memory alpha page and had kind of a similar reaction to you and then despite it only being a week i had completely forgotten about that yeah and so i started watching this episode and like they kind of did the whole like previously on enterprise and then they like showed that reveal where like archer wakes up and there's the like alien in like the ss uniform and i was just yeah. like i got to have that reaction all over again and I was yeah, just like, yeah this is like if yeah there has to be some way to capture that like because just that image your immediate reaction is like okay this is awesome like right. i am i am immediately on board and it is like all you have to do is keep me from like getting off board yeah and it, somehow they just like just kind of yeah just well it's it's didn't feel like that the whole time it's um it's it's interesting because like this episode just made me think about like like a, a perfect example of this kind of thing where it's like this premise is too good for you to like you, like if you if you don't fumble the football like you have an all timer thing is I know you haven't seen this episode yet but like there's an episode of DS9 called Little Green Men and it's just like this genius thing where you're like I can't believe it took them four Star Trek series to get to this idea of like. The Area Fifty One aliens are Star Trek aliens, like like and like uh-huh. they, they came back in time, and you're like, oh yes, 
Of course. That's like, perfect. like, like, just like, that's gold, you know? And, and then they basically nail it. Like, that episode's really good because they're just like, this is the idea. Like, let's, like, what, what is like eight things we can do. do with this idea that are funny and, and like, just really focused in. And that's, I kind of just was, I, like, I didn't hate this episode by any means at all. Like, it's, like, okay, and there's, like, some good yeah, stuff in it. Like, I like, yeah, I like when... like, bad about it, but, yeah, it's just... I like when Archer is, like, standing up against racism, you know, like, like when he when he's, like, walking with that woman, and, and yeah. they're like, you're walking with a black person. He's like, yeah, so what do you want to do about it? And I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, uh, uh, um, but I just, I don't know, I just wanted a little more out of it, I think. Um, yeah, I think that's fair. So, you want to you take us in? Yeah, I guess I should. So... So from what I could tell from the previously on, like the season three ended with, because we've had a few episodes about like the Zindi had this weapon that's kind of this big like rolling sphere in space that like they were trying to use to destroy Earth and Enterprise managed to like just like blow up that weapon. And then somehow as part of that, like they got the ship got sent to the past and also, everybody thinks that Archer, like, died in the explosion. Yeah. that's That was kind of my, my takeaway. <laughs> yeah. I I did not pick up on, like, what was happening to get them there. It's just, like, one of those classic, like, previously on Star Trek's where I'm like, um, okay, I don't, I guess they're in the past. Like, that's, that's what yeah. I got out of it, like, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so now now they're in the past, and then... It's. I think it starts out with Archer, right? Um, in like this, like he's been captured by the Nazis, and he knows that, like, like he's seen the alien one, yeah. And then he's like on like a like a in the back of a jeep in like this like Nazi sort of like convoy that's like transporting him to a different prison or something. And yeah, I like this um, this German guy who's taken in prisoner at the beginning, who's like. Maybe I see our Greta Garbo. You introduce her to me, you know, just like yeah. really kind of, you yeah. know, just so cocky, and then they get attacked. Yeah, just kind of cocky, like oh, we took over America because we're so cool. Okay, Maybe th- you're not so cool, in America. Also, I just remember this is one thing that I was like, it's crazy that they're still doing this. Is that I didn't realize this that even this far into the show. To Paul is like time travel's not real. Like because we just I talked. That. I thought that we just was talked hilarious. about this. I really hope that they, like, I really hope that we didn't just kind of capture like a couple of weird anomalies. I would love if that's just like this consistent like thing they keep going back, like really play up with her character. Right, because like they're... all the crazy stuff that happens, and she's just like, but it's not. It can't be time travel though, because that's impossible. Well, <laughs> apparently there is like a three and a half season arc of the show called. The Temporal Cold War. And it's so funny right. that she's just, like, the entire time is like, nope, there's something else going on. It's like, um, <laughs> there's a... Uh, they don't really talk about it that much anymore, but, like, it used to be a thing in, like, DC Comics that Batman is, like, a, a va- an avowed, like, atheist. And, like, doesn't believe okay. in supernatural stuff. And so it's like, okay, well, Superman, like, that's fine. Like, he's not... He that's, a sci- that's a science problem. You know, like, he's... Yeah. he He's an alien. You know, he's... He's an alien who's like supercharged for the sun or whatever, but it's like there are gods in there's right. gods in in <laughs> like, in many like many Wonder gods. Wonder Woman in that, has it, met Zeus. <laughs> like there's yeah like like 
you there I've read multiple comics in DC where people go to like Christian hell and it's just very <laughs> funny that like Batman is like nope man I don't, I don't believe in God like I, I like it's <laughs> yeah and, yeah no, and, you think of I I listen to a podcast sometime that's like a like a D and D long play type thing mm-hmm. and. It's not like a major part of it, but there is one character in that who just like specifically doesn't believe in ghosts. Mm-hmm. Like it's totally fine with like all of the other just kind of like random, like I think he's a dragonborn and there's like all these like other kind of random, you know, like crazy fantasy D&D things. And like, you know, he's like a paladin that his God is like this purple cow that appears in the sky that only he can see. And everyone keeps making fun of him. He's like, what, the, the dragon man who worships the purple sky cow like doesn't believe in ghosts? And he's just like, yeah. no, there's no such thing as ghosts. <laughs> yeah. And I think He's like, what about these talking skeletons? He's like, those are skeletons. They're not ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like, T'Pol in this one kind of acknowledges, all right, fine, we went back in time. I think, but like, yeah, I think she, she they finally convince her, like, we are in the 1940s. But, yeah, but, but yeah, it's just such really a funny idea. Because we just talked, yeah, we just talked <laughs> about play this. that up. She's just, this entire time, being like no time travel is not real it's not time travel but it's impossible um but yeah and so so yeah because because they're on the ship and they again it does a lot of it does feel like very kind of parallel to the episode or the season two episode we watched because it's like everyone thinks that archer is dead or yeah is just like gone and like and they're but they they figure out that they're in the past because they're like getting radio broadcasts from Winston Churchill. A good on Winston Churchill also for I mean I not good on Winston Churchill. I say that good on Winston Churchill not because I like Winston Churchill because he did and said a lot of bad stuff even though he was you know on on like the good team. But like good I was just getting good good on him for I, I'm not saying that I find him to be an admirable person because I do not. But if you ever want to maybe maybe look up some things that he said or did about like. Uh, Iraq, say. But um, anyway, uh, good on him for managing. It still seems to survive, even though America itself has fallen to Germany, that they either like he's gone into exile and is in hiding or they skipped. They, or, they like, still Britain haven't been able to still still holding them off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, yeah. They, and so they're like, oh, it's like World War Two. But then as and, and it's mostly like Hoshi, he's kind of like, you know, like monitoring communication and stuff and they kind of figure out like oh the you know the u.s has been taken over by like the war is not going the way that like we historically know the war went and they figure out like the the u.s or at least like part of the u.s has been taken over by the germans and they're kind of actively invading it. this is one of those things i think about sometimes when i went when i think about like them talking about historical events so it's like because this this takes place uh what 100 or 200 years in our future right like 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 that's what that's when that's Probably, when enterprise yeah, takes place right it's like 20 yeah i don't remember exactly but yeah because because the because like the original series is like the 2300s right so this uh, is probably it's the 22nd century is is when yeah, so okay yeah so it's 100 years in so our future years in our future sure so now we are getting to the point where like you know within the next uh you know in, a, in about you know 17 years or so like world war ii will be a hundred years in our past and so like so like another hundred years would be like the civil war basically right and and so yeah not quite but yes like like uh the so it's one of those things where it's like I, you think about like how much would they know about this like at all like 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 uh because 
I mean, there's a lot of like, I think um, uh, Americans, you know, know a fair amount about uh, like wars we've been in the wars we've been. In. Well, I mean, that's not even really true, but you know, like no. yeah. there, there is like a narrative. I mean, yeah. Cause I guess, I guess people, like, like you were talking about earlier, like, I don't know that most Americans know much of anything about world war one. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of what I mean. It's just that like, would they be like, Oh yeah. Like which one is that? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, 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 like I just, I, it does make me wonder where it's yes, like, they do have very much a, like a, 21st century understanding of World War II again. Yeah, which, they're like, that's is, Winston you know, Churchill's like, most voice. Most of our understanding of that is just because it's been so much in, like, pop culture, I feel like, right. in, in kind of our time. Right. Yeah, you know, but like, like, it's in a bunch of, like, movies and TV and that kind of thing. Yeah, when they say it's, like, it's Winston Churchill's voice, I'm like, would they all know who that is just right away? Like, like, uh, think about, yeah, like, like, what's a, what's like a war? <laughs> you don't think from, you would like, recognize like Neville Chamberlain's voice? <laughs> yeah, but even just like, I was trying to think about like, I don't know, like a thing that happened like two hundred years ago from now, you know, which yeah. would have been like what, like Andrew Jackson would have been president, roughly, like, uh, yeah, like I just think that like most, yeah, it, it's, I mean, like, World War II obviously is like a really significant world historical event, so it's not like a one to one comparison, like it, it, you know, because yeah. like there are things that we all but know. But again, well, like a lot of things probably were considered at that time real important, significant events, right? Like yes, yeah, but I, I yeah. it just it just made me think. I was just like, I wonder how much yeah. like they would like like you it know all point. know about this. Maybe they do yeah. because like World War Three is kind of the thing that birthed Starfleet, and so. Like maybe they're like, well, we have to pay attention to what all the wars were, the, the world wars were. Anything, those are like, anything that got a number, like, is probably, yeah. yeah. Anyway. And I mean, again, like, I think they go for a big enough swing that, like, right, like you don't have to know like the details of battles of World War Two to like probably you can still remember that like the Germans were never in like invading America. Yeah, I get, especially like if you're like, I think almost everyone on the crew is American. I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe you're. Well, you know, it's funny because it's like I just. This is like one of those things where it's like I have to assume that like people in who are in Starfleet in the future have like a better grounding in historical knowledge than like Americans sure. now do. Because if I, I bet you that there, I bet you, if I talked to twenty random people, I could probably convince them. Like I could probably convince like five, four or five of them that like. Germany did invade America in World War Two. Like, 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 oh yeah, like you didn't know about that. Like, they, 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 like went, they got onto Florida, you know, or whatever. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, like right. that's 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 just what I'm just saying. It's, yeah, it's like, it just seems like their probably... their ability to like recall this doesn't seem to quite square it's... with, like it it squares only in the idea that they're all part of this like elite intellectual organization, you know, like sure. rather than that's fair. Yeah, but anyway. Uh, and I'm not really even trying to be too judgy when I say that. It's like I, you, and I both like history, and so like it's easy for us to know about history because we like learning about it. Whereas like, you know, someone who's really good at math could probably convince me of some like stupid math thing that I, you know, like even like I'm okay at math, but like it's not like my level of interest. So if you're like, oh, did you know that like if you do this yeah, and this, it actually this is what happens. One equals two. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, sorry, that was a, that was a big uh, tangent, but <laughs> yeah. I also do like uh, here on Memory Alpha. There's one paragraph that just says, "Secretly, the Suliban leader Silik lurks stealthily through the corridors of Enterprise, camouflaged and undetected," which is like a scene where with really really bad CGI. Yes, with very uh, like like Tobey Maguire Spider-Man CGI. That, like, 
that's insulting to the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, I think. But um, although Tobey Maguire Spider-Man did have more money than this episode did, presumably. But presumably, yeah. But yeah, like feels like that. I mean, again, like it's 2003 or whatever. So um, four. But yeah, yeah, it is very when he's like crawling on the ceiling and then like drops down to the ground. Um, yeah, it's not great. And then like pops back up into frame, and, <laughs> and it's him. After. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he is just kind of in this episode and doesn't really like presumably he's gonna play some role in part two um because yeah he's just kind of like he does just kind of slink around and then eventually like steals a shuttle pod and crashes it yeah but yeah and then the like they they kind of i'm sort of jumping all over the place with like the story because because so much of it feels like they're just like furiously trying to world build Mm -hmm. um because they do have like this big scene with like the alien talking to like the nazi guy and being like ah like here's the state of all the fronts of the war and that's why like we'll give you more plasma rifles but we need like all of these supplies to do it and they kind of say at the end like they're they're, like building something else for the the temporal cord war people right because they're working for the whoever's like because we we well so so my my impression like because because then like so a lot of the exposition also comes from so Daniels shows up on Enterprise. And I don't know if we ever realized like how he gets there, but he's just kind of like stumbles into sick bay and he's like aging incredibly fast and dying. Well, no, that's 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 what I like this this part a lot actually. This is like one of the better parts of the episode, the show I think, where he's not necessarily aging really quickly. They said that like he's aging in opposite directions, where like. Parts of him are really old, and parts of him are, like, a baby, like, I think is what oh, they say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he looks really, like, deformed and weird, and, like, he's not quite, yeah. like, functional. Yeah. But, yeah, he kind of, like, wakes up a couple times, like, wants to talk to, to Paul, and then I think wants to talk to Archer, and basically is, like, there's, like, a bunch of different factions in the Temporal Cold War, and, like, I got the impression that, like, these guys, because they don't look like the Sulaban, like these guys are kind of their own yeah they have a name i think don't they call like the nakul or something like that or is that the cold war people do we still know what the cold war faction is i thought the cold war was the sulab is that not the sulaban no the sulaban are working for the the sulaban member because they they don't because the sulaban are working for a mysterious figure yes but yeah i thought they were their own whole faction the nakul no the nakul are are the these new people okay but yeah, but then they say that like they basically that like they're going back in time to like all of the kind of different like factions that are fighting in this war and trying to like change the past so drastically that they like wipe out, you know, these like factions or planets or whatever it is before the Cold War ever even starts. And then they'll just kind of like be the only ones left and they'll win. Mm-hmm. But they I think they can only travel one way and that's why they're trying to build something to like send themselves back yeah well, that's so, what i thought they were trying to build is they're trying to like build yes. something so that they can get that's back right. to the future so to speak um i wish i was watching that <laughs> i mean yeah don't you always though so yeah so yeah so that's why they're trying to like get all these they're like selling the nazis weapons both to like change history but also to get all of their supplies to build this big machine Mm -hmm. um so i'm maybe we shouldn't be doing this 
especially because this episode is already over 30 minutes. We barely started talking about <laughs> We haven't about, even talked about what happened. But yet. like, all right, I just I clicked on Temporal Code on Memory Alpha because I was like, I don't think that they, I don't know that we ever actually say like why any of this happens or who's in charge or anything. And they don't really like, so the, the, the four primary antagonists in the temporal cord war, according to memory alpha are mysterious benefactor of the Sulaban, uh, which is, that's the, that's the, uh, like mysterious figure guy. guy. There's the Nakul. So they're not working with those people, but they're, this race vehemently opposed the temporal accords because they believe time travel is something to be used by all races for self-improvement. And then they, so they, they kind of have their own thing going. They're not working with Mysterious Figure or the Suleban. Then there's somebody called the Sphere Builders, who I don't think we've ever run into. Okay. Uh, and then there's the Federation. And there's a bunch of proxy powers. And then, like, so one of them is the proxy powers are the Andorian en- Empire, the United Earth, Klingon Empire, Nazi Germany. <laughs> <laughs> the cabal, sure. which is made up of this, which is the Suleban, but they work for the mysterious benefactor. They're not like actually traveling through time. Oh, okay, he's just like sending messages yeah. back to them. Okay. Su- Suleban Renegade, you right. you gotta watch Tenet, dude. It's just every time I think about the Suleban, <laughs> I think about like the main bad guy in Tenet. Uh, Suleban Renegades, Tandar Prime, the Filling Assembly, United Federation of Planets, and the Zindi also. Apparently, the Zindi okay. manipulated by this were manipulated by the Sphere Builders into attacking Earth. So, wow, I yeah, I did not realize how much that ran through the whole show. I guess yeah. So, so. anyway, uh, yeah. Anyway. So they 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 it's the it's the Nakul, but they're not related to the mysterious. They're not working with right. the mysterious ben, or benefactor, nor are they working with apparently the Sphere Builders. Sure. So. But yeah, so yeah, so then Silic is here and like steals a shuttle and flies down to Earth and crashes. And so Trip and Malcolm, I think, like go down chasing him. And they're like, the shuttle, they like find the shuttle and they're like, it, you know, it, it's disabled, it's not going to fly. So they blow it up so that the Nazis can't get it. I also like that, that but like, then they get captured. This episode bluffs you into thinking that they might give Mayweather something to do at the very beginning. Because he is, um, he like in the previous scene, like he gets to go down to, to Earth on a, on a shuttlecraft, and then oh yeah, and they're like getting shot at by by P fifty P fifty ones, and yeah. then they have to fly back. <laughs> it's like oh no, yeah, sorry, you just, just go back to the Enterprise. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, there is a lot of like going down to Earth, coming back to Earth, like Archer's captured by Nazis, and then like Archer escapes and they rescue him, but then it ends with Tucker and malcolm getting captured by nazis also because yeah and then the like most of the time with archer is spent so he he's kind of you know like rescued from the nazis by these like resistant fighters and then is in the apartment of uh alicia travers is that her name yes yeah alicia travers um who is someone who like like is a, a black woman who lives in brooklyn and basically like when the nazis came and everyone else ran like she's like no i'm not leaving my home i'm gonna stay here kind of knowing that it would mean she would eventually be murdered because of racism presumably right like i feel like you can't expect that to end up going well of like staying in a nazi ruled america so there's a lot a lot of i would say like it feels like i would argue too much of the episode spent just kind of like 
in her house while she's just kind of like, where she's like, I'm going to explain stuff to you because that's cheaper than us sh- doing it, you know? Yeah. But yeah. And she's then fine, we'll, though. And then, there's a f- and then we kind of occasionally ha- get visits from these, like, New York City gangsters that have now become, like, the resistance. Mm-hmm. And basically they end up, like, taking Archer, like, Archer, because Archer is just, like, one of the Nazis was an alien. Is that, like, normal here in this time or whatever and they're like well there's one other guy who's seen these aliens and so they go talk to that guy and then they end up arranging a meeting with the alien yeah i do i do like that that archer just kind of has to be like well i'm not gonna say that i'm from the future but like i can't really yeah not violate the prime the prime directive you know like it's like he makes a conscious choice he's just like well like, if there's an alien here, like, I can't just ignore that the alien's here, you know? Yeah, but yeah, he does keep trying to be like, I saw, like, a really weird guy with wrinkly gray skin and red eyes. Has yeah. anyone else seen anything like that? Does that seem strange? Yeah. Is that normal? <laughs> like, he, Yeah, he, he keeps trying to, like, feel it out of just, like, how weird would it be for me to say I'm from, like, a spaceship in the future? Yeah. Um, and so... So yeah, so then they meet up with not like it's. I was trying to figure out who this guy was because there's like a, a another alien guy, but I think it's one that we've that like is it the same guy that was like kind of like the second in command that was like talking to the Nazi general alien guy or is this just like another random? I I think so, but like the aliens they they they're not well differentiated from each other. Yeah. I will say that that's my favorite, my favorite part. This is kind of jumping ahead a bit, but I, we've kind of already discussed like a lot of, it's just kind of, it's a lot of like people running around. Like, yeah, there's uh, a lot of just kind of running back and forth and like getting harassed by Nazis. And but yeah, yeah, at the end, yeah, there's a scene where like Archer is like, yeah, I'll walk with a black woman in New York city. Like, what are you going to do about it? That part's pretty cool. Uh, I, Archer gets some yeah. kind of cool stuff to do in this. And then, yeah, they, they do a scene in like her apartment where like they, like at nighttime, they go out on the balcony because there's like, Basically, someone in the neighborhood play, is playing, like, Billie Holiday music, which has been outlawed. But they're like, we pass this phonograph around and always, like, you know, play it at night is kind of like a yeah. or like little kind of like personal act of rebellion type thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, the, my favorite, probably my favorite scene in the episode is just that, like, they meet with this Nazi guy and then one of the gangsters sees that he's an alien and it's just like what what's going on and then and then just shoots and kills this guy like like, like <laughs> yeah they just yeah you just see him he just shoots like this alien with a gun a bunch of times which i just think is really funny <laughs> he just yeah. dies and then I, I just thought to myself like so like what like there's just gonna be people who are gonna come across this guy like Be, like walking around this like alien corpse like in the streets of brooklyn with yeah. bullet holes in it which i just i was just yeah. very tickled by this this concept but yeah again like i feel like that's the sort of thing right like if you had like a war between Nazi, like it in the streets of brooklyn between gangsters and nazi aliens like yeah you could do something with that yes yes it doesn't really feel like they ever really did but yeah but then archer takes this guy's like communicator and then uses that to radio to enterprise um and then they get ambushed by, like, as they're walking back home through the streets, they get ambushed by Nazis. And so it's, like, him and Alicia Travers, like, running away from the Nazis. And she runs out of bullets. And then, like, right as they're all about to get, like, shot by 
Or is the is the alien general there, or is it just like a just a kind of random Nazis? Like when they're they they do the whole thing where like they're beaming out and like people are like shooting at the the little like beamy silhouettes. I think um, it's just regular Nazis, but I I can't quite remember. I was like I said, I wa- I watched this uh, a week ago. And I was, I, I don't know, I, I remember it, but I remember it, but like, it's just, a, it's a, it's an episode where like the details are like a little fuzzy sometimes. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, not, it's not like a really, really well like outlined uh, plot. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, so basically like Archer escapes and gets back to Enterprise um, with Trapper. And then like, and then they find out that, but like in the meantime, Tucker and malcolm have been captured by the nazis and there's and so the the uh the alien general guy i think is just like ah well i'll be questioning you now and then like he's like you know let me know when they're ready to talk or something and then he like goes and like looks out over the big thing in the thumbnail sci-fi thing that they're building yeah and like that's where the episode like cuts off with that shot yep to be continued so um yeah yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I mean, like, is there anything we didn't touch on? Because I, I feel like we kind of like very kind of extemporaneously covered like yeah I our feel feelings. Like this is one where we like started with our like big picture thoughts, and then we're just kind of like, well, this is like what happens, I guess. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. I guess it. It yeah. It 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 is just kind of the I think just kind of the enterprise problem in general of like there's interesting ideas there that like I that just never really deliver as to like in such a way that it feels as good as it you think it could. Yeah. Like it, I don't know. It was, uh, it was fine. Like I didn't, I didn't, yeah, I didn't dislike it. I was just like, I wanted to, I wanted, I was really, I go into these things trying to keep myself, you know, open to, to like the possibilities. Yeah. Like maybe this will be the one where like they really blow my shoes off. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't that, but, um, but uh, I think we're, we're so switching tones quite a bit. Our, our next episode, uh, unless you had more you wanted to talk about, our, I, no, I didn't at all. Yeah, our next episode we're gonna, it comes out. It comes out in two weeks. It is called Crossroads. It is season one, episode fourteen of Star Trek Prodigy, uh, which you can now find on Netflix. So you don't have to do anything, you know, of questionable legality to uh, look to track this one down. Um, so that'll be out in a couple weeks. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at, or, or blue sky at contracts. You can follow us on YouTube at out of contracts. You can email us at contracts at gmail.com, or you can visit our website at outofcontracts.podbean.com. You can also check out the other shows on the Kaleidoscope Media Podcast Network. There's Here's Johnny, which is a horror media podcast. There's That's Not How Science Works, which is a science pop culture podcast. And there is Wizard Studies, which is a Harry Potter podcast. So check any of those folks out. And we will see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Bye.